Hey everybody, welcome to my first podcast ever. Today on this episode of Alex Speaks, we're going to be diving into the wage gap. I hope you guys like that little clip of music there. Um, I made that, so um, I like it too. <laughs> hey, before I continue with the rest of my podcast, I would like to thank every single person that clicked on this podcast because I thank you so much for clicking on it, okay? Um, because this is actually such an important thing to talk about that it's 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 it goes way beyond the supposed wage gap, wage gap and its effect on economy, okay? The wage gap is saying that that just because a man a man will work one hour and they have the same exact credentials as you, okay, and they'll still be making more money than you, um, and when you're working the same hour, they're making in fact a dollar when you're making seventy seven cents, for example. For every dollar that they make, you make seventy seven cents. That's what it's saying. It's saying that that there's a huge social injustice, and and it's really it's actually well it's not real, and I'll explain to you why. And it's so bad for young girls to be listening to it and believing that that they'll never earn as much as a male, as a man. Okay, um, I'm talking about white people, by the way, because there's a whole different situation with people of color. But in any case, and it's it's really bad. What if I woke up every single morning? I told my sister, "Hey, you're never you're never gonna be just as good. You're never gonna earn as much money as as some other kid in your class." Okay, just be- because you're a woman. Okay. It it really it has nothing to do with that. So so why do people believe in the wage gap? Well, probably because they're bad at math. Um, as uh, Professor Christina Hoff Summers at the Pennsylvania University has explained multiple times, you can't compare apples to apples, okay? Because there's so many variables that you just you can't, okay? I have I have done. Uh, science experiments when I was in like sixth grade and and we had to see how long it took an apple to like rot or something like that and one apple on one side of the room took longer than the other why is that well maybe it was closer to a window maybe because of I don't know maybe maybe because of the shape of the apple there's so many variables and there's so much randomness and choices that you make that the wage gap can't really be explain and now at this point you're saying oh my gosh there's a 23 cent difference there's a 23 percent difference in their wages and you're blaming it on variables well actually the american association uh association of university women has found that the wage gap is actually more like four to seven percent instead of 23 percent and um the wage gap and that that wage gap right there can't actually be explained very well by but it can only be explained by variables okay um, an example I came up with was, let's say you have two identical twins, okay, they look the same, they're both white, um, they're both males, and they, they get the same grades in high school, go to the same college, uh, they they finish with the same diploma, same grades again, and in law, okay, and let's say, let's say they both decide to move to San Francisco, well, and they both work in one law firm is a, across the street from the other, well, one chose to work in the other, the other chose to work in the other. Chances are one's going to be making more money than the other, okay? Now, let's say now that that there is going to be, a, a, I guess, you could call that a wage gap. 
Um, another example would be, let's say one chose to move to Chicago because he had a girlfriend and then they life took him to Chicago and the other one lived in San Francisco. Again, they're not going to have the same wage, but uh, they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to be making the same amount of money, but, and so you could call that a wage gap. So the Institute for Women's Policy and Research says that there's a wage gap, but I'm pretty sure that they, they weren't taking into account a bunch of variables. What variables are there? You may ask, well, the Georgetown University came out with the five, uh, did a study, and they came out with the five highest paying majors and the five lowest paying majors. And again, life choices, but men tend to gravitate towards the STEM fields, which on average pay higher than, for example, education and social services, um, social work. So anyway, well, here are the five highest paying majors and what percentage are made up by which, what gender. So Petroleum engineering, 87% male. Pharmaceutical sciences, 48% male. Um, mathematics and, and computer science, 67% male. Aerospace engineering, 88% male. And chemical engineering, 72% male. Then we have the five worst paying um, majors. We have counseling and psychology, 74% female. Early childhood education, so a bunch of like toddlers, 97% female. Theology and religious vocations, 66% male. And human services, 81% female. Social work, 88% female. So this is, again, choices, what you tend to do, a variable. But, you know, uh, society has said we're going to pay petroleum engineers higher than teachers, which I, I'm not here to say if that's right or wrong, but that's how it is. And people know that going into those, but they still tend to do those. And that's what that's one of the large variables causing the wage gap. So at this point, you might be saying, wait, 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 wait. We're not saying that men choose higher paying professions on average. No, we're saying that a man works one hour and gets paid X while a woman can work an hour and then gets paid 77% of that. Well, again, that's not backed up by any statistical evidence. The only place that backs that up, uh, real statistical evidence that does not include factors and can be cherry picked for profit literally um it's back like the people that came out with that study is the institute for women's policy and research well again i was saying that the american association of university women they came out with a study and the bureau of uh the american bureau of labor came out with another study and christina hoff summers which is a professionalist she's a she's a professor at the university of pennsylvania but anyway you you still choose to argue well here here's here's another um piece of information so the reason why men might be getting paid more is because on average they actually do work longer hours according to um information let out to the public by the australian government now by the way throughout this i'm going to have a lot of sources from australia and australian information is very public and i might also be saying the australian government which it is pretty like general but it's when you go on their website it all just says australian government it doesn't tell you really where it's from but in any case the um, the average Australian woman will work 36 hours a week, while the average Australian man will be working 42 to 44 hours a week, okay? Um, and I'm assuming if that's like that in Australia, it's probably, it, there is some uh, probable correlation between Australia and the United States. But in any case, the reason why men might be getting paid more is because women choose to have children. Now, they have children, and because society is structured more around women staying at home and being the primary caregivers and 
and that is backed up by also statistical evidence. A study in 2002 by, again, this, the University of Pennsylvania showed that that the average American female stays 167 minutes at home every day, while the average American male stays 101 minutes at home. So again, women are staying at home more to be primary caregivers, also because once they have babies, they're basically the only ones that can breastfeed. So yeah, they need to stay home. And while they're staying home, the man, because they still, babies are expensive. The they still need to have people working. The man needs to work more while the woman is working at home. Now, when you're working at home, you're not getting paid. But when you're working at work, you are getting paid. So technically, they are still working the same amount of hours, basically. But one is getting paid and the other one is not. And something that I've seen um, on the uh, website of the Institute for Women's Policy and Research is that they are considering work at home to be work like in the workplace, while one is paid and the other one is not. So again, cherry picked information and and cherry picked information, and it's not a very good source. So at this point, you might be saying, "Oh, okay, maybe there is not the wage gap that I thought there was." Because yes, men are working, men are getting paid more for the same job as you because they are literally working more because they have to, um, they have to raise a family while the woman is at home working. So that's not systemic, okay? That's that's nothing bad. In fact, men on average tend to work longer longer hours than women because again, they don't they don't they're not the primary caregivers. Although there are certain relationships, certain families where the woman is the breadwinner and the man stays at home. You know, she might be the CEO of something and the man just stays at home with the kids, raising the kids. In fact, actually, you know that there's a study that came out that um. I found this while researching the other side of this argument that that men that say that they have kids are actually more likely to get picked for a job than women that say they have kids. Okay, so then I know I know what I just did. Okay, now you're saying, well, that's discrimination. Well, actually, I'd like to bring to your attention a study done by again the Australian government. This was done in 2017, and it was well commissioned by the Australian government. And what it what the study was that if the job applications withhold information about gender, race, or ethnicity for, for um, jobs in the, like, executive jobs in the uh, Australian public sector, what what will happen? So they had 2,100 participants in 14 eight, uh, different agencies, and basically, um, what it, so they had a bunch of women and a bunch of, like, women of color and uh, like a few native like Australians, and then they also had a bunch of men. And what they saw was that by having like by de-identifying the the CVs or the applications, it actually decreased the amount of females and minority candidate candidates shortlisted for senior APS positions. And that was a direct quote from the website. Um, so so um, I didn't. So the so women okay um women actually had an eight percent uh less chance of getting the job, and what I found also was n that Native Australians had like a thirty two percent less chance of getting the job, which is incredible. So I think I'm not not I, I'm not I'm not gonna say my personal opinion on why I think that is. So I don't I don't think that there is actually real discrimination for women um at least when getting the job. Uh, 
and actually, I think that there might be even opposite discrimination. A study came out, uh, I can't remember when, and I have it somewhere in my notes, but a study came out that that women straight out of college with no, uh, with, with no, with no husband, no kids, so they're single, no kids, they actually have a, there's actually an opposite wage gap. Women tend to make 8% more than men there. Now, again, not going to totally dive into that. And in fact, and there is actually no discrimination at all. Like, for example, with colleges, it doesn't have anything to do with like, well, maybe they're getting a bad head start. In fact, more women tend to graduate from college than men on average. Um, that's, uh, you can, you can look it up literally like on Stanford University's website. And I don't want to like overtouch on the whole, um, men choosing a better job, uh, well, not job, just higher paying jobs. Um, but like, for example, men tend to actually on average be like better at STEM jobs, what I mean. So I'm not saying that women are, are, are smarter or dumber than men. Okay. This is not fourth grade anymore. Okay. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that on, so on the STEM scores for high school, there is a wider like range of where men's scores can be. And there is a smaller range on average of where women's scores tend to be. Okay. So what I'm saying is that let's say you're 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 gonna go to get your job application. They're obviously gonna cut off the like back end of the whole like scope. They're not gonna accept anybody that's like tr- tremendously bad at whatever it is, like um, aero aerospace engineering or something like that. And they're gonna see that men on average tell tend to actually do better on the STEM test than women. Now STEM again, intelligence is not measured in your ability to do math, but just saying, I'm just saying that men tend to do better in those areas than women. So to wrap, kind of wrap this up, I'm going to do a large loop back to kind of where I started on almost the like psychological effects about the wage gap on people. So especially little girls. Okay. So, right. You're told that to stop shooting for the stars, basically, because you're not, you're not going to get there. Because men will always get paid and do better than you. Well, it's it's not true, actually. And in fact, I'm even, according to CNBC, women are told that they're going to be penalized if they try to negotiate a raise or something like that, okay? Which, because they're they're seen as high maintenance, apparently, okay? So, and, and that, again, like, I have had bad grades in the past. And when I try to go say, hey, could I redo this? That that does take like courage and I might think that I'm, I feel like I'm high, high maintenance or something like that. But in the end, if I want to change my grade to a B to an A, like I'm, I'm not going to really mind that that much. It's the same thing with, I think that it should be with, with, if you think if, with, if you want to raise, for example, um, I think it, it shouldn't matter that much. In fact, in fact, according to this study by um, CNBC, I'm not sure where they got their sources from, um, men feel empowered after asking for a raise and women don't. I'm not sure exactly how you can prove that, but yeah. And also another thing by CNBC is that they said that uh, the that women, when they enter the workforce, that the that the average salary goes down. They had exactly two examples of this, and it was in some company in that's did something about biology and in, in arts. So again, two examples, variables that they probably didn't put in there. Let me just tell you uh, my personal opinion. If I were a businessman, if I know that I can pay people less because I'm paying women less, I'd pay everybody less. Okay. And I'd hire more women if that were, if that were the thing too. So yeah, I don't, I don't really think it's, it's that big of an issue. And in any case, like 
why do people choose to believe in the wage gap? Why? It's If it's not real, if you're digging just to find the sources that say that it is real, okay, and then you're just putting yourself through like an agonizing state of mind thinking, oh my gosh, the United States is such a bad country, it's so, it's so, uh, you know, it's, it's so messed up, it's all systemic, you know, sexism, look, it really doesn't have to do with whether you're a boy or girl, like I said, the Bureau of Labor says that, that it actually has to do more with life choices and randomness and variables, okay, and yeah, so, and also, by the way, uh, another argument I saw is, like, women are getting discriminated when it comes to going to college, that's actually not true. More women get into college every year than men. And in fact, more women graduate college. But, you know, it depends on what type of title you get. In any case, as I'm finishing this, I'd like to just just ask you two questions in leaving. And that is, like, do you still believe in the wage gap? And think about it for real. And if you do, do you really think that it's good to believe in the wage gap? Do you really do? Anyway, with that, thank you very much for everybody that decided to listen to my episode. I think this is actually something very important that everybody should listen to. And not that it, this is marketing or anything. I'm not saying there's not marketing. I'm just saying that, you know, this is important that you tell people about this because the wage gap is not real. And I think it's harmful to society. In any case, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.